Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last one we're going the podcast. How you, hey, how you doing? Mark, how, good, how's, good. how's things going? Good. Very yeah, well, good thank you. Very well. Today. Yeah. 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 yeah well. Hey, I heard uh, somebody asked me there, are you, are you abiding? I was, I was going to ask you that question. You can ask me if I... Yeah, are, you, uh, are you abiding? You know how the Bible says, you know, abide in me? I was just curious. Was that kind of are, like... A, are you ab- abiding? Well, I, my humble abode, I have a humble abode. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no. I'm abode well, a similar, I'm a similar, but, thing. but uh, you're too tense. It's, uh, it's, oh. it's, 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 <laughs> my two t- yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, that joke has passed. Huh. No, it's abiding, like, like being inside your abode. You would abide in your abode. I'm abiding, am I abiding in my abode? Am I abode being Christ? Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Am abiding, abiding in him. Yeah, ab- do you, do you abide? Yeah, of course I am. Do you abide? Yeah, I, think I, the am. Past tense, I am. Would the past tense be abode? Abode? Abode. 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 Abode a thing. A bo- that's King be, James. A, oh, a boat, King James a is past tense. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. yeah. Do no, you I, abide? I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, in fact, I know I am. Uh, how about you? Are you abiding? Oh, always abiding. Are you always abiding. Abiding always. Yeah, deeply well, abiding, actually. Deeply. Deeply well, well, you know, abiding. <laughs> good, because I'm not so sure about most people I see out there. Really? I mean, quite frankly, Mark, I'm not sure they're abiding or aboding. <laughs> uh, no, but really, really, I don't think they are because okay. I see a lot of things. In, in Christian circles, people calling themselves Christians, yeah. say people who you go up to and you say, hey, hey. brother, are you abiding? Oh, yeah, abiding, yeah. But I see things I shouldn't see. I hear right. things I shouldn't hear out of ah, Christians. I okay. see lifestyles I shouldn't be seeing out of Christians. And quite honestly, Mark, uh, I think there's a lot of unabiding going on. Some uh, unabiding. Unabiding, yeah. Well, but, you know, when the when the Bible describes abiding, it, it doesn't usually, it, it doesn't give any of those criteria that, that you just talked about, it, it, it says abiding. In fact, he says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has beheld God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. And by this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he's given us of his spirit. Oh, great. So everybody's abiding and we all say we love one another. So we're all abiding. Good. End of story, right? Uh, he says, by this we know. Hmm. Now, what do we know? We don't know about somebody else, but the scriptures are written so that we come to know about us. So it's not whether or not I can determine if you're abiding or how deeply you abide, but I can tell about me, if I'm honest, whether or not I'm abiding. I see. So so the guy going around and, one, and questioning other people's ab- abidingness, that's not what this is meant for. It's not. No. And, and he might not be abiding if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to play the game. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> okay, so, so getting into abiding, Mark. Uh, talk to me. What's this really talking about here? Well, John always does the best job of defining John for us. So if we go over to the Gospel of John, but chapter 15, <clears throat> Jesus gives a tremendous description great metaphor of what it means to abide in him. In John 15, Jesus says in verse 1, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. 
If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. There's a lot of talk in these verses about what it is to abide. And notice that that Jesus describes himself as the vine, the Father as the vine dresser, and we're the branches. We're supposed to be attached, abiding in Jesus. And the result is fruit. You can't force the abiding by forcing the fruit. Okay. And it's easy for us to get sometimes the, the, um, the cart before the horse here and try to determine whether or not somebody else is abiding based on the fruit that I see them producing. Okay, time out, time out here. Okay, so so that makes sense. And but I, I still have to wield my machete here and, and chop through some stuff because it's so easy for everyone out there to say, "Oh, yeah, I'm abiding. Yeah, I'm ab- I'm abiding." Yeah, because right. we read these verses. In fact, we have the tendency when we read scriptures to read these and assume. Read the most positive light about ourselves possible. In the way I would like to hear them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and so so I'm abiding, and of course I am, and I pray, and I read the Bible, and and amen. So how about you? I'm not so sure about that other guy, but I know (laughs) I am. Right? So Mm -hmm. so how do we get around? I mean, how do we avoid that trap? Well, the fact is that fruit needs to be produced. And so it's not wrong for us to ask those questions, like, what fruit am I producing? Right. But the question we need to ask is, what fruit am I producing, rather than, is my neighbor over there producing the fruit he should be producing, so that I can tell whether he's abiding or not? All right. So what level of fruit proves I'm abiding or not, Mark? I mean, is it uh, how many Bible studies, how many souls is it, how many, uh, what what is it? It's verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, that it may bear more fruit. The branch that is in him is bearing more fruit than it was before hmm. because is abiding in him which is producing the fruit and it's being pruned by the father so it's producing more fruit does that make because we're not it's not necessarily okay i've reached enough fruit my 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 fruit to abiding ratio is positive right. now so now i can say Woo! I'm, I'm in definitely in the abiding zone right it's not like that it's Am I producing more fruit because I'm abiding and I'm being pruned? But it has to be a question that we ask ourselves. And like you said, it's so easy for us to sometimes read the scriptures the way that we would like to hear them, rather than stopping to say, all right, well, am I abiding? What's my fruit look like today as opposed to six months ago or a year ago? Or what what am I realistically producing? So in verse 8, he says, By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. The only way somebody can really bear fruit is if they're abiding in Christ. So to, what is fruit? I mean, because, because fruit is, when I go out to the apple tree in the backyard, I can see there is an apple. I've yeah. got fruit. <laughs> right. Or, or there's not an apple. There's no fruit there. In a Christian's life, what is that, Mark? I mean, there's got to be a list, uh, a list of things that qualify as fruit. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's got to be uh, studies, uh, <laughs> people who've been immersed into Christ, uh, answered prayers. I mean, answered if a person, prayers, that's a good The person sure. is... Uh, really abiding. Yeah, they've got answered prayers. How about um, number of sins they've overcome? I mean, the more of those... 
<laughs> right? Or or the, or maybe it's the number of things that I'm not doing now that I used to be doing. Or the number of things that I don't do that you do. <laughs> right. Well, what's going to prove that you're abiding is that you're increasing. A lot of those things are, you know, we're in jest, but a lot of those things are are perfectly reasonable. It, it's perfectly re- we We want to check and see, am I increasing in a lot of those areas? But it's not about trying to have a certain number of fruit or checking off my laundry list of do's or, or don'ts. It's about really being attached to Christ. And a lot of those results are going to take care of themselves. The branch does not stress over whether or not it's producing fruit. The branch is attached to the vine, and fruit is the natural result. So if you want a, a, a list, you know, Galatians 5 gives us a list of fruit in verse 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And those are all fruits that we can look for in our own lives and say, am I increasing in those? Now, that should translate at some point into, yeah, I'm making progress in the area of making disciples. I, I have a Bible study. That's exciting. Uh, you know, I'm being consistent in my prayer time, and maybe I wasn't before. I'm, you know, I had the, I had the gumption to talk to my neighbor across the street, or I had the, I mean, those are all areas where, where all of these fruits and you know, even these are not really very well defined. How do you define peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness? Right. That's not something you can really check off in the sense of, I know I got that done today. It's a it's a principle. It's an area in which we should see some development. But, you know, John shies away, and the scripture often does, from giving us that kind of lawful laundry list yeah. to, to check off. Because, number one, it's easy to... Uh, it's easy to uh, to fake it, right? And it's not for somebody else anyway, right? So this is the point because we could be we could be going through the list and checking it off. Okay, I got three studies. I prayed today. <clears throat> I talked to my neighbor today. I did this. I did that. I did that. Check, and that does not have anything to do with loving God and loving people, which That's is right. really what what John is talking about here in First John, and he's connecting abiding to true love. And one does not necessarily mean the other. So it really does have to be a question that's introverted, a question we ask ourselves, not one that we're looking for in others. And do I love my neighbor? That's how, uh, that's how he put it in First John 4, is that we're going to love our neighbor the way that Christ loved us. And so the way we do that is by being more dependent upon the vine. The way we do that is by being attached to Christ, not by trying to force the fruit and because and if that is happening, there will be more fruit. There will. Right. There there has to be. Right. If we're attached to the vine and we're submitting ourselves to how we're being disciplined by God, that's the pruning process, mm-hmm. then the result has to be more fruit. In fact, in Matthew seven, remember Jesus said in uh, let's see, verse sixteen, he said, You will know them by their fruits. Grapes aren't gathered from thorn bushes nor figs from thistles. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. What makes the fruit good? So when we try and get preoccupied with the fruit... These I gotta go out there and do this. I gotta go do that. Right. I gotta do that. Yeah. Okay. You end up with bad fruit. You end up with fruit that is forced instead of fruit that flows naturally because... 
we love people because we love Christ. And when we love people, we abide in Christ. Well, Mark, I certainly am encouraged by that. And, and I want to bear good fruit. I really do. Uh, good fruit's what I'm all about. I think that's probably what you're all about. I do. I mean, we want to bear fruit. We, yeah. we want to... We want to hit it. We, but so, sometimes it's a little bit discouraging. You're kind of in a desert out there. and, and uh, Occasionally and, I get down. Yeah. I get a little down. So we need a little bit of extra something. You know, yeah. like... Uh, a pick-me-up. A pick-me-up. A up. boost. It's, well, that's when I generally turn to Christian radio. Me too. You know, typically. Uh, uh, so it's it always gives that boost, that, that can-do, overcoming type... Uh, and so th- there's a song we... Did you, know, you find one? I did. You know, didn't, oh. didn't review it a whole lot. Uh, you, but, you didn't? Well, it, it might be a little... But but I'm pretty sure it's going to it's gonna really pick us up. And Is it one you can really sing along to? Because that always encourages it, it, me. It is. It is. It's a driving down the road, singing along is that right? song. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I can't wait. This yeah. is going to be awesome. Right, so here we go. Hit it. I don't know. You ready for this? You've been practicing. I'm feeling good about this one. It's pretty clean. Pretty clean on the strings there, Mark. Mm. I like that leather cowboy hat. <laughs> I like that Justina got for me. You're rocking it. Here we go. <clears throat> Getting up in the morning. Alarm clock going off once again. Grab my sweaty towel and gym bag. I'm heading off to hit the gym again and again. Working out on the treadmill. I heard the song, it brought me down. Told me I was a broken, dirty, black-hearted sinner saved by grace. Why should I improve anyhow? Anyhow. Sweet rolls and a Pepsi. Oh, give me one or two. So God's grace has got me covered. But you're the best that I can do. Doing it for you. Wow, Mark, that was really, that was so encouraging. I just can't, you know, like most Christian music out there, that just makes you want to get up off the couch and go overcome the world, doesn't it? It it really does. I know that was the song I needed to hear. Yeah, I, I, I I'm was, getting a little bit hungry. I was listening to it. I uh, was feeling a little down, but, whew, you know, somehow... Christian radio always manages to play the right song at the right time. It, it, it sure just, does. Just what I needed. I was. I needed that blessing. <laughs> I was blessed by that. And uh, yeah. And and so yeah. I'm sure everyone else was too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and it's just that's how that's how the spirit moves through Christian mm. radio. The mm. right song mm. at the right time really picks you up and makes you feel like you can overcome. And we need to get that. <laughs> we need the laughter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but when it comes to bearing fruit, we're you know, Christian radio is not going to get you there. You know, the... Uh, Say it the, even so. No, I know. It's, it's not going to get you there. You know, really, even being jazzed up um, at the assembly is not going to get you there. Hmm. Um, those, things, those things can be encouraging, but really, we derive our motive for loving others because we love God first. And when we, when we really work on that relationship... 
the other relationships follow naturally. I mean, we can forgive others because we were forgiven. It's the relationship we have with Christ, the abiding in him, that really provides for us everything that we need in order to make the relationship with our neighbor work. We want to put that to, uh, to produce fruit, but we want to do it the right way. And we don't want to deceive ourselves. Remember Grandma's plastic fruit? Yeah, I, I took a bite out of one of those <laughs> oranges one time. and It uh, looked so real. Oh, it was great. Yeah, didn't it taste It sat on the good. table yeah. all the time. Never got old. Nope. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people just have show fruit. Mm-hmm. They, they put it out there. They've got whatever that they, that they want to show the world. Um, one company comes over and, and here's what we do. And uh, that, that's no more effective in serving each other than it is to serve your neighbor some plastic banana that, uh, that might look good, but it, it's just not the real thing. Well, okay. Sometimes I, I and this might be coming from my legalistic past, all right? And I came from extreme legalism. You remember all that. But I'd like there to be a list, Mark. It would make it easier if if there was a checklist to go through and just say, um, okay, I'm doing this and this and this and this. Therefore, I'm abiding. But like you mentioned here, and, and like as we're reading in First John and in John, he's talking really about the principle here. He gives us this principle. So I can look at it and I can say, all right. I, I'm I'm producing more fruit in this area than I was six months ago. I'm producing more here than I was six months ago or a year ago. Or that God has blessed this you know area of 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 my trying to uh, produce fruit. But how how is it that I'm really going to abide more? If I if I'm a little bit insecure in it, and there might be some folks out there listening to it to this and, and saying, well, how do I know if I'm really abiding the way I should? The, the natural tendency is to go back to that checklist. To yeah, go that's back the default the, setting. Right, you know, I mean, and, and that, but give us some, give us something that we can do to abide more so that we can produce more fruit. Okay, so a couple of points. First, first, John can't give us that list. Okay. Because to, to do that would be to put us Really, it would be to focus our attention on the fruit rather than the abiding. So that's why it stays in principle, both in Galatians 5 and in, and in 1 John. You know, the, the principle is love your neighbor and love the Lord. And that, that almost sounds, you know, overly simplistic. But how do you break that out any more specifically with it being applicable to all people? Because, you know, the, so the way I'm going to love... This neighbor is not the way that I'm going to love that neighbor. Okay. So if John gives me a checklist and he says, you know, to love your neighbor, you must A, B, C, and D, that may not be what my neighbor needs in okay. order to be loved. So, so because he must, John leaves it in principle. Now, we can take the principles and we should be able to apply those to ourselves honestly and ask, okay, am I loving my neighbor the way that my neighbor Needs, needs to, be to be loved, right? right. Am I loving the Lord the way that God wants to be loved? Um, so, uh, on the other hand, yes, we do want to be producing that fruit. So, to abide in Him is really to talk about 
what it is to be a new creature again. It's to go back to, to what it is to, to be growing in him and, and allowing that relationship to keep us increasingly attached by, by becoming more attuned to his character and, and uh, being conformed to his image. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it really comes down to primarily among those things, spending time with the Lord for the Lord's sake, being attached um, to the Lord, especially through um, making your prayer time a, a, a real priority. Right. Being in the scriptures, you know, through your prayers so that, so that you've got that, that interaction. There should be a, um, you know, if we're the branch attached to the true vine, there needs to be a flow of resources moving back and forth through that relationship that really defines what it is to abide in, in that sense. So it's not static at all. It's a, it's a very dynamic in the sense it's moving and, it's, and it, it really is a, is a, a, a sharing of, of information. That's going to take place when we're spending time with the Lord you know, on purpose. And by doing that, that's how we grow in, in Christ. And the result is, as we grow, then our capacity to bear fruit also grows. And when it's added to the training program that the Lord has in place for us called discipline through the, the challenges that confront us and the situations we find ourselves in that cause us to step up to the plate a little bit more and leave off the things that, that conflict for those resources in bearing fruit. And, and as we're pruned, then we do become more fruitful. But our part of the job needs to be on really focusing, being a part of what God is doing, sharing with God. And I almost, this is terrible, because I almost hate to use some of those terms, because sometimes they get hijacked sure. by, uh, you know, by... Christian radio? Yes, exactly. Okay. But, you know, John uses that term. If we abide in him, then the result is we're going to bear fruit. And we'll, and we'll see, see you next time, time on, on Interman, Interman Radio. One, two, three. I don't know. You ready for this? You've been practicing. I'm feeling good about this one. It's pretty clean. <clears throat> pretty clean on the strings there, Mark. <laughs> I like that leather cowboy hat. <laughs> I like that Christina guy. You're rocking it. Here we go. <clears throat> Getting up in the morning. Alarm clock going off once again. Beep, beep. I grab my sweaty towel and gym bag. I'm heading off to hit the gym again and again. Working out on the treadmill. I heard the song, it brought me down it Told me I was a broken, dirty, black-hearted sinner saved by grace Why should I improve anyhow? Anyhow, anyhow. Sweet rolls and a Pepsi 
Strange. 